The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Hello, my name is Hunter O.D. Welcome back to The Last Two Brain Cells. Uh, we are missing one today. No, not because of any um, belligerent or delinquency. We are good people. Maya has been given a sweet opportunity. She'll be gone for the next couple of weeks, but I'm really excited for her, and you guys will see stuff as she needs to release her content. Not my place. Just excited to know and excited for her. But besides that, we have two special guests with us today. We have Alex Anderson here, owner of Skyworld Smoke, and we have our boy Rain Man over there. We have Liam. So these two are here with us today. One is going to be an artist at an upcoming event that we have, and the other one is um, obviously Alex, the owner of Skyworld Smoke. It's the third year anniversary of his store, and I'm just going to let him talk about himself and introduce himself right now. Alright, so yeah, as Hunter said, uh, it's Alex, so you can follow us at uh, Skyworld Smoke on uh, IG. So basically we run uh, Hetty Gallery where we bring in uh, glass artists from all over the world, um, mostly in the United States, um, and they make all kinds of pieces ranging from really high-end art pieces to more functional pieces. We also recently built a studio within the last year, so we have a couple local artists that we have full-time making pieces here in the uh, 716 area. So it's uh it's pretty fun, yeah. It's been a fun ride. Um, and then Liam over here, you want to give yourself your own introduction? Uh, talk uh, about yourself a little bit. Sure. Um, what up? Uh, I'm Liam. I'm a DJ. I go by Rain Man. Um, just been kind of hanging out with my friends, making music and throwing little shows in Buffalo. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get more into that later, but first we're going to start here. So the third year anniversary show, we're going to be doing it on February 19th, which is a Sunday. So yeah. this is going to be a non-alcoholic event, and it's going to have an inclusive dab bar and all you can eat, as well as a 360 live stream music experience. So even if you can't attend the event, you'll be able to see all the music and everything going on as it is. We're going to have Aaron Bond Glass blowing a bunch of glass going on at the same time and then we're gonna have a bunch of pieces on sale that he's gonna be making coming up until the event yeah so aaron brown um is one of the top glass artists in buffalo he's well known nationally too um so we're really excited to be able to have him in and do a show for us um so it's great for the gallery and then to tie it in with the music world i think it just makes for a real unique experience and uh, as you said, it's a dry event, but it's a Sunday sesh. So come through, mm-hmm. uh, bring your piece if you want. There'll be tables, there'll be food. Um, price of admission gets you all of that. And uh, whatever you buy, if you buy a certain amount, uh, your ticket price is free. So um, come through. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. Aaron has been blowing glass, uh, I think, about 15 years in the Buffalo area. Um this is going to be a big show. It's going to be a fun one for us, yeah. I'm really excited, too, because, like, one, it's really cool to – put on an event like this this is something that's always been an idea i've heard a bunch of places but to have an event where it's like all you can eat smoke it's gonna be like a homey like kind of vibe and it's gonna be really cool and i'm bra- i'm bringing in some cool artists so we already announced juju beats is going to be the headliner coming from atlanta but we also have rain man over here who's going to be another artist 
and two more out of town artists were not um that are gonna be on the lineup I'll say right now, but it's not the full one, are Lancelot that's gonna be coming down from the Mid East and then we have Trip Out West that is from San Diego originally and now relocated to Texas. So those are gonna be some more of the artists and we'll have the full poster lineup, everything coming out soon with food vendors and everything like that. Yeah, and like, you know, we already got tickets available and it's definitely good to jump on that because like Hunter said, it's like a homie show. There's we've limited the number of attendees. We're not trying to sell and pack the house out to the maximum you know we we keep the guest list small and we're calling it a vip show for that reason you know there's going to be things that you'll want to be there for so and if you can't that's too bad but come check out the live stream and you can always hit us up and try to catch any of these show deals you know right after the show and things like that so a lot of little surprises and stuff too you guys are like a lot and shout out to hollyweed hollyweed sponsoring the event yeah absolutely. new dispensary right next door to you guys here at sky world smoke yeah you got to check out hollyweed at smoking joe's um it's their satellite location you know they they came in and um they run in their business there and they're the best around so i think that's uh that's yeah, just how it is. Yeah. Definitely, definitely in my top five for dispensaries in Western New York. There's definitely a very yeah. large surplus now, yeah. but they are definitely in those top five that do everything very professionally and handle themselves well. They're it's they're in like that category where it's hard to pick one that's like one of the best right that's now. That's true. Do you know what? That's really, really true. There's every, there's a lot of uh, places that do really well right now. They're, they have uh, professional bud tenders and full menus, mm. and you know they they know what they're talking about and they have quality stuff. So um, yeah, we're fortunate, I guess. Ed. Um, these guys came to do business at Smoking Joe's, um, you know, and yet they're going to help us out with our events. So yeah, we're grateful. Can't complain about stuff like that. More yeah. business is always more business. Um, but like, so how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about this is your shop? Like, how's it been like the growth? Like, how's this journey been for you? It's been pretty fun. You know, it uh, honestly kind of started as a hobby. Okay. So when I was getting into uh, doing glass and such, you know, obviously we all like glass because it's a it's a good time. <laughs> so uh, I was in college, I was in business school, and uh, we had a long winter break, and I went to the uh, local head shop and I discovered American Glass. I didn't know about it at the time, and this uh, the head shop worker there is like, no man, you got to look at all these artists that blow glass in this country, and some some of these guys are local. And I was like thinking about it, and I was like, man, these are. These are really pretty crazy things. So when I went home, I started thinking about it more, and I started getting on Instagram, contacting these people, started buying them, and then uh, selling them online, and then it evolved from there to brick and mortar, and now we're doing shows and stuff. So it was kind of just like this organic thing that just built on its own and fell on its own because I was bored, really, and <laughs> that, that was it. So Well, like, yeah. that's one thing that I really, like, I like about you and, like, working with you and stuff is, is one problem with people in, like, our, like, age range generation is, is when people get bored, they distract themselves. I, like, it, people, you don't understand, like, who you surround yourself with is, like, how you're going to be, like, on a day-to-day -day basis, and if you're surrounding yourself with people that become productive when they have nothing to do, they can't sit still. Like, you get, like, that itch kind of, like, I could be doing something. Right? Yeah, I was working on like, business projects in business school, and then they cut it off, and I had three months, and I'm like, I got to do something. I got to get something going, and, yeah, yeah. And it was it was right there. I was just like, you know. But, like, that's a really positive mindset that a lot of people don't have these days, and it's really it's really refreshing to work with something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, coming from a board hobby to now, like, a big company, um, what's any future goals you have for Skyworld Smoke? You know, Skyworld, so we obviously trying to build the studio side of it. I think that's that's probably been the main focus for Skyworld. We do the retail at Smoking Joe's locations, and we're pretty happy with that. Um, the main focus now has been to grow the studio, so to get more local artists, more exposure, 
um, to grow local artist brands and then to help local artists enter the local market. So like we were wholesaling pipes that we're making in the store, things like that to all these other stores and trying to just grow this entire scene. It's not just about having this at one location. It's about growing the entirety of Western New York and educating everybody on, you know, um, heady American glass as opposed to buying import glass that's coming in from all over the country. And it's made in ways that like are, you know, less than ethical and child labor and things like that. So it's like, <laughs> Dang, you know, that, you and can, that is the sad reality. Yeah, if you think and, about it, it really is the sad reality. You're like, you know, you're coming down to a choice between like, you know, do I spend five more dollars and not support this industry and then support a local artist? Like, yeah, like I think that's something that's important to push and for people to understand that. Um, and you know. really check out if I want to close in. So just <laughs> basics. We can get a graphic up another time. I just Maranto is just gonna look at me sideways. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a Skyroll smoke page, as you can see. So you got to see on there, like we got our uh, bio with like our, where our location is. Um, we're coming up on 6,000 followers, so we will do a giveaway at 6,000. Um, right now we run uh, what we call a daily dibs deal, like a few times a week. We try to do like four or five a week where we take an item and we put it on like what we call like a super sale. So it's like a steal item where you're going to get it like almost at wholesale or less than wholesale even sometimes. Um and that'll be up for like 24 hours or whenever I take it down. They usually last about 24 hours. So um, those are fun. So that's like a reason to, you know, keep your notifications on and check the page. Because it seems like, like a lot of those go quick. Yeah, too. they I've always noticed. are like, gone. I post it yeah. and like sometimes you're like, oh, dude, it already sold. And like you, <laughs> you sent it to me like 45 minutes before. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So it, they're super sales, you know, and they're fun. And like they're there while they last. And so it's like a good, good reason to just like keep an eye on the page because you never know when the thing you want or the artist that you've been waiting for is going to be the super sale. So True, true. Also, I will say, too, um, for the event, tickets can be found at skyworldsmoke.com, right? Yeah, it's uh, skyworldgallery.com, and it's Darryl. in the bio. Yeah, in it's the bi in the bio and on the IG. So. And then also tickets are available in-store. Right now, there's only half the tickets available. Then we release the full lineup coming up in a week, week and a half. Then all the rest will be. Mm -hmm. um, I would hop on this soon because once February hits and people start recovering from, like, Christmas, everything, people spent money. People have already been banging down our doors to buy them. Yeah, know, like, yeah, I, I already got, like, text messages. Yeah. I know we've sold, like, a good handful already, too. Yeah. It's only been on sale for a week. Yeah, and low-key. Yeah, we, you know, we'll, we mm -hmm. post a flyer a little bit here and there, but it's a lot of coming soon stuff. So um, I think there's quite a bit of buzz for it, and I don't know. That there's much else to do on a nice Sunday in February, so it seems like the place to be. No football so, then either, yeah. so you're gonna be bored. We'll we'll all be sick from celebrating Super Bowl victories at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yes, uh, we hope that we will be able to have the event in the case that Western New York has burned down from a <laughs> Buffalo Bills victory in Super Bowl. So. If that happens, it may just be moved to a new location. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah, outside in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> um, but nah. Um, on a serious note, it was great having you. Um, thank you for coming on, and I'm really excited for the yeah. future and the events. Thanks for the opportunity, honey. I appreciate it. All yeah. Um, and then for this next part of the podcast, um. We're going to talk with Rain Man here. Alex has to dip out. This man's busy. Like I said, when he gets bored, he has to get something done. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, um, I'll, I'll text you later. I'm going to email you some stuff later tonight. Cool, man. All right, sweet. Um, I don't know. Just start talking. Wait till Maranto knows he has your voice again. Ross, Sweet. All right. Um, so, dude. 
Amazing set the other night. So one big thing I want to throw at you first that a lot of people don't understand in this industry and now that you have a full grip on it, what is it like throwing your first show where you actually have to go through a venue, outsource other people, and like put together something? What was that like, this experience this past month? Um, it was... I wouldn't say it was particularly difficult. It was actually quite easy, thanks to a lot of different people. Um, but it was a little stressful. Uh, first of all, like Milky's, um, the venue itself, they were really cool about um, how much they money they wanted for it, which was only the bar money, which was really nice. Uh, and then having having Justin and uh, my friend Alex Solano come in and, and uh, do the audio and lighting for it was uh, they made it fairly affordable because it was a smaller venue and you know five people could have showed up or fifty people could have showed up we didn't really know yeah uh, we marketed it well though so it it turned out really well no all the homies definitely showed up to it and there were yeah. definitely like a good handful of people like not it was a home. homie show for sure there yeah. I like once like there were like 20, 25 people in there I was like oh like. We're gonna fill this place up with friends before like anyone else even is able yeah. to get in. So that's cool. Well, that's the cool thing. Like when you're when you put like good stuff out there and you're always doing stuff for people. Like when you put stuff on like this, that's when you notice the people come back. Oh around. yeah. And you also you work your butt off like to see you come from like two three years ago and when you first started and we were throwing those pop up shows at Woodlawn Beach to now. Yeah. Like your mixings like. You've gone from, like, just someone who was trying to play, like, with some already known Buffalo DJs to better than 90% of the people that you were under, like, a year ago. Yeah. Um, it's it's really nice. I've felt the growth a lot, uh, especially, play, like, starting to play my own music out. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, you can, you know, find my music on my Instagram at It's Rain Man. And uh, my SoundCloud is also just, I think, Rain Man. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just Rain Man. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a really nice feeling. Um, cause even though as far as like really publishing my music, uh, like my complex arrangements and like tracks are not quite where I want them to be as far as something I would publish, but like playing little IDs out and stuff is seeing like, people's, really satisfying. Like seeing people's reactions to something yeah. you created. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It definitely, it definitely is. It's, it's cool. It's cool to feel that energy. Yeah. Like you playing sports, like how I describe it. Like if you're up DJing, it feels like you're scoring the game. If like you got the crowd going good yeah. for you, if the crowd's going with you, it feels like you're scoring the game winning goal of like overtime the whole time. Yeah. And I've, I've, I, that set at Milky's that you mentioned was, uh, a much more like diverse kind of set too, which I think really helped. Usually like, if someone gives me like an hour slot, I'll do like maybe 40 minutes of like 140, just like deep dubs and shit, and then like drum and bass for the rest of the set. But I was all over the place for uh for that Milky set. So that was, I think that helped kind of get the crowd going. It reminded me of like when you first started DJing, honestly, a lot. Like yeah. when you were like just trying to mix all the songs you yeah, already just knew, like but like, shit. And, like you <laughs> didn't really like know all the BPMs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You were still learning it. But it, it's like, you doing that now when you already know the songs you're like oh i know this works with that like i like i see it like you i see it clicking for you kind of and it's yeah it's cool well also like a lot of those sets are um at least that milky set specifically is was pretty rehearsed being frank like uh you know i definitely ran through what i was going to play for that set like like 
like for a couple times at least. <laughs> well, if you think about it, you didn't label it as a DJ set. Like it, it is what it is. I mean, is. it is a DJ set. It's just like you know, well, you're performing your own music too. Yeah. At that point, you're an well, artist you if know, you're performing your it's, own music. It's 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 curated, and I wanted to make sure that uh, I I curated it to the best of my ability. Well, you killed it, and I know only twenty percent was your music, and I know <laughs> a lot of other percentage of your music that you haven't released yet that I'm excited for. Yeah. So hopefully by by the time this event comes out, it's like thirty percent because I want to hear two of those songs that you're playing me before. Yeah. But um, no, so. Liam, you can find everything on his SoundCloud and stuff when it comes to his music and his show and stuff. But so on the other note, I've known Liam for a handful of years now. Uh, me and him went to college together when we were both freshmen and we became close friends back then. And we started going to festivals and the festival scene and stuff. The first like full-on festival, I actually couldn't go because of a family emergency. So I gave him my ticket to hijinks back in 2019. And I still have not seen Skrillex, and it pisses me off. Yeah. And this man got to see Skrillex at my that show. My first festival, I got to go see Skrillex. I, I'm it so pretty nice. tight. I have not seen Skrillex yet. Yeah, I was spoiled that weekend. I drink spoiled you again this past one. Yeah, Dude, what I was your favorite set? Like, how Ganja into, Ganja into Flume into ZZ it wasn't back my to back favorite, It wasn't my favorite Ganja White Knight set. Um, it was a good one. I mean, they never miss. But uh, I really liked Bauer. Bauer's gas. Uh, Bauer... You replaced DJ Snake because DJ Snake got COVID, uh, and then he came in. Dude, Alice in Wonderland got COVID last second, like the other year when yeah. I went. So they did a two-hour Elenium set, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was good. Like honestly, in my opinion, like if I'm going to see a basic excision set or a basic Elenium set, I would rather see a basic Elenium set because it's going to be a little more different, and you're, I'm going to hear the excision popular songs. I'm going to. The last, yeah, the last 30 Excision songs you've heard at every Excision set. <laughs> Honestly, he's been rocking his, his set at Riverworks was really good. Dude, actually. his I, New Year's both yeah. nights were really good, actually. Yeah. And he wasn't playing, like, it doesn't sound like the same old, like, dun, dun, yeah, I was like, pretty sick of Excision shit. for quite a while. That that was that was a really good Excision set. His, his mixing was really good that day, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I like he's doing a lot more with his detox. You could tell he's transitioning out of, like, that bro step, like, two step kind of thing. Uh, I don't I really. Mean, he's probably gonna stay in that pocket, but well, no, he's definitely gonna keep doing it. But like, <laughs> I like that he's like separating detox from like his like main excision stuff. But yeah, when he does these, sure. when he does these curated events, if he doesn't have a detox set, his sets are like more diverse now. That's what's like the cool thing. Yeah. Um, shout out to Stone Level. Um, I was hanging out with the homie. Took him around Buffalo and stuff when he came here for New Year. Shout out Space Wizards. That was gas. Good to see you again, Mike. Um, Dirt Monkey killed it, dude. Honestly, I went every, to Excision Four. Dirt Monkey. <laughs> every <laughs> every every set, honestly, was pretty gassed that weekend. Yeah, I don't really think there was one that like, you know what I mean? That I was like, eh, I'm not really into it. I was pre- I was pretty much in the crowd the whole time near the front. Yeah, I wore myself out. I think it was uh, lazy. I jumped in the pit right away, right when that <laughs> set started. I was tired for the rest of the night. <laughs> Dude, her sets were like provocative. They just get people going. Like yeah, no, it was it. She came out swinging. Um, I don't usually like it when like a whole lineup is like like a bunch of heavy shit. That's why I like that dirt monkey was there. Uh, Spaced out the aggression. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm all down. Yo, so, like... But, but, like, I like Rhythm, but I don't like that much Rhythm. <laughs> what, one of my favorite concert memories of all time is actually with you, and this is, like, one thing I love about music. You guys, just go to events. If there's something you might want to go check out, even if it's small, go to it. When we went to this college, there is this bar called BJ's in Fredonia, and they, on Wednesdays, they have, like, punk bands, like, rock bands. Like, a lot of in the college, other places... And we went and saw this band called, um, hold on, Kill the Clock. We went yeah. and saw this band called Kill the Clock and, like, the openers and stuff. And it was, like, a bar with maybe 50 people at absolute most packed in there. It was just, like, mosh pitting. Like, people were crowd surfing. It was it was crazy. It was fun as hell. But, like, smaller shows, like how we talked about, like, he just had his and, like, um, what when we had mine coming up. It's a different feel. You feel the music more. You feel the energy from people more. It's a lot more, like, intimate in a sense. And uh, if you come to the event, like, I am I really want y'all to see um, Liam here. And I guess I can reveal one more artist. Um, Rain Man here will be going back-to-back -back with um, McThuggan. Andy P. Andy P. Um, for you who do not know McThuggan, yes, he looks exactly like McLovin, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, continuing He's on. a good time. I love Andy. Oh, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, I don't really know. So, like, what what was, like, your favorite, favorite set of the year? What was your favorite set you saw this year? Uh, everything I saw this year. Like, if you had, if there was one or two sets that stuck out. Uh, Closey at Bonnaroo. Um, I'm just a Closey stan, so, Yeah. It was going to be a 10 out of 10 no matter what she did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then, let's see. I liked, Like I said, I really liked Bauer at Hijinks. I think he was my favorite set at Hijinks this year, other than maybe Flume. Did you see Flume like I two or three Flume. times this year? I've seen Flume three times yeah. all this year. I might fight you. I, it's, I play so much lacrosse in the summertime for, like, the last couple of years that it's always been really hard for me to catch, like, certain music acts. So I've just, like, caught who I've been able to catch as I go. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Flume. I think uh, his set in Pittsburgh would definitely be, on, like, his tour set was def would definitely be number one. Out of all the sets? Out of anything I've seen this year, he, yeah. Wasn't Eprom at that show, too? No, he was on that tour, uh, but he... Was not on, in, in Pittsburgh for that date, and uh, we were kind of tight about that. But then we saw Eprom at uh, Hijinks, so that was awesome. That was gas, <laughs> <laughs> super gas. All right. Um, well, this is this is Liam. He'll be on at a later date. We'll share more, talk more about music as he releases more, everything like that. Um, I would have to say right now my song for this past week that I've probably been playing the most. Would have to be, honestly, it's an old one. I've been playing Run Around Sue the most this past week. Run Around Sue? You know that song? I don't think I do. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard this song. <laughs> you really never heard this? I've never heard this song. You know this song, right, Maranto? Yeah. I've heard this. Don't go over the thirty seconds. 
right, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Just to be clear, I know that song, but I wasn't like young when it came out. I kind of swore that. It's a lot older than me. I could have swore that was Beethoven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, And on that note, um, we're out. Yeah. Peace. Quick before they get here. Who's there?